Hey, good morning, everyone. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Marilee? I'm doing great. Happy to be here to worship with everybody. Well, hey, it's a River Sunday. Welcome to River Sunday. This is our second one. The first was in May, and the day's going to look a little bit different. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. As you can see already, Catherine's got the ribbons going. Aren't those beautiful? <laughs> so is the big smile. <laughs> Yeah, so if you'd stand and join me, let's open with a word of prayer, and then we're going to dive right in. See that? Dive right in. River analogy. Uh, I didn't even try it. <laughs> let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning, God. Thank you for your presence that's here because we're gathered in your name, Jesus. And we just pause right now to, to feel it, to feel your presence, to recognize your presence, to acknowledge your presence, God. We worship you this morning with our spirit and in truth, with what we, what we have right now, which is our time, our attention, our engagement in worship this morning, our engagement in this family and community of believers. We give you all of these things, Lord. We say, take your place on the throne of our lives, on the throne of New Day Community Church. You're the King, you're the Savior, you're the Lord, you're our God. You're good, you're loving, you're compassionate, you're slow to anger, you're faithful, you're humble. You seek after the one when we go astray. You come and find us, Jesus. We worship you for that. We thank you for that. We thank you that, thank you, that you came and found me. Thank you, God. Church, just join me in giving him thanks for what he's done for you, for what you're thankful for this morning. It's just a great way to start welcoming his presence. Thank you for your faithfulness to your people. Thank you, God, for picking up the pieces when we mess it up. Thank you that never have we gone too far that we're never lost or forsaken, but you're always there. You'll comfort us. You'll bring us back like the lost son. You bring us back. You clothe us with your robes. You put your ring on our finger. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Yeah, let's just continue to enter into his presence together with song.
nothing worth more. Because there's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Yes, you are. Your presence, Lord. And I've tasted and seen. And I've tasted and seen. Of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. In your presence, Lord, we welcome you, God, Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come.
welcome to River Sunday. And welcome, welcome to River Sunday, everyone. Welcome to those joining us on the live stream. Our prayer is that the Holy Spirit would be just as powerful and you would have just as strong of an encounter with him in your living room. So draw your family in close and put distraction away. Kathy Spaulding's our live stream host this morning. So anything you want to testify about or maybe a prophetic word that you have that you'd like to share and she can represent you and, and bring it to the body in the room here. But I just want to give you a little bit of an idea of what this morning could look like. And, um, you know, at New Day, we really, really value um, hosting the presence of God well in a corporate sense. We each host the presence of God and he's with us in our individual lives and in our individual families throughout the week and that is vital too. But there's something about the corporate coming together to host his presence, to worship him. And we want to give him, be a church that just gives him full reign and full flow and we get in his flow in the current that he is flowing in. That's why we call it River Sunday. You know, it's easy when you're at a river to be on the bank watching it go by. You can even be in the river, but have you noticed in some rivers there's little like swirly spots and you're just kind of stuck going like this? Some of us are like that and some of us are, we feel a little bit of current on our shins, but we're really not in the flow. And so what I see for us is that we get in the main primary flow of the river corporately, all of us together. And so um, River Sunday is about giving more space and time. This is something we already do in our services, but it just gives more space and time. We're not going to break halfway through for announcements, offering, and a sermon, although the Holy Spirit could stir you to give at any point or he might stir us to share a teaching on a particular topic that he brings up. That may be how he directs. But we just want to um, listen and, and as a body grow in offering what the Holy Spirit's put in you to contribute to the whole. So the prayer of the, of the New Day attender this morning, unless you're a guest, you are totally welcome to just you know, sit back and be a guest and observe, that's totally fine. But if you're a New Day attender, may the prayer of your heart be God, come Holy Spirit, and if you have a gift in me that you've put in me that you'd like me to share with the body, I'm willing to do that. And um, so could you put up the slide there, Andrew? I just want to give you some ideas of how you may participate, possible ways you may participate. So you may come forward and pray, um, have a topic that you really feel like, hey, I feel led to pray into this. You may dance. There's um, ribbons and scarves for kids and adults. You're welcome to grab that. You may dance. You could kneel in your seat at the altar by the cross. You're free to move about the room, really just engage in freedom. You may have a prophetic word to share or a word of knowledge or a scripture to read or a prophetic song to offer. You may have a testimony to share. You could draw, you could journal. These are all things that you could do. And I actually want to point out what I, something I made for the kids and the youth. Can you hold this paper? So um, you can grab some colored pencils and draw a picture of yourself in the river. 
And then there's some prompts in here, and this is good for adults too, that's why I'm saying it to everyone. It says, dear God, where are you in the room and what are you doing? So you pray and you ask God that. Where are you in the room and what are you doing? And you might see uh, a, a picture of him somewhere in the room and see what he's doing. Oh, he's actually comforting this person over here. or He's walking down this aisle or whatever it might be. You start to engage with that. And then this one, dear God, what would you like to say to me? And dear God, is there something that you'd like everyone to know? And you start to practice hearing words for you and words for, your, for others. And then at the bottom, after you do this, ask your parent or your teacher if what you wrote sounds like something God might say. You always submit prophetic words um, to the Bible and to those who are your spiritual mentors to keep the prophetic um, safe and well, biblically done. Biblically, like, you know what I mean. So that is a resource that you can use. And do you want to say anything? Yeah. Aren't the uh, River Sunday banners that are new beautiful? Yeah, it's got a little, a little phrase from John 7. Um, but I wanted to read you the broader, just two verses, but a little broader than what could fit on the sign, okay? On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And so what a perfect passage for River Sunday, right? Jesus is inviting us this morning to come to him for a drink. And I was overwhelmed by it during this last song as Audrey was leading us. You know, the blindness said, let us become more aware of your presence. And I just got thirsty and I just wanted a drink. And then I was like, whoa, I didn't expect what happened. And it was awesome. It felt so good. God's presence just in a powerful way came upon me. Um, and then the apostle John who wrote what Jesus said, he said, by this, he meant the spirit. You know, so when we come to Jesus for a drink, he fills us with his Holy Spirit. And these rivers of living water that he gave to us start to flow from us. And that's another great picture of what River Sunday looks like. So receive from the Lord, stay thirsty, my friends. Come and get a drink. But then as you drink, also see what rivers are coming out of you to share with the family this morning, okay? That's what we're gonna do. We've got plenty of time to do it. There'll be some testimonies. There'll be some time to activate and, and do some specific things, but we're just gonna see where the Holy Spirit leads you and leads us together. Sound good? If it sounds good, say, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so Marilee and I are emceeing. Kathy's uh, helping us with the live stream portion of that. So if you do have a word, a prayer, a scripture you want to share, whatever it is, come and see us. And we might have you jump right up there right away. We might have you wait and see how it fits in with the other things going on. We might not get to all of them today. That happens too, but um, so just come see us. All right. All right, let's go back into our next song, worship team, or more of this one, whatever you got planned. Let's become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your
for to be overcome by your presence lord holy spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere your glory god is what our hearts long for to be deeper. Let's just set our gaze even more fixedly on the King of Glory. Wow. With all I am, I long to see your beauty. Just one Hi. 
Awesome. Hannah's got a scripture and just an exhortation for us that goes so good with what we're singing right now. Um, during the previous song, I felt the scripture on my heart, and then we started this song, and I was like, well, that fits. Um, so, the stoning of Stephen. Now, when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Um, and yeah, I just felt stirred to like, Stephen, even in the midst of people who hated him, still was looking to Jesus um, in those circumstances. And he saw the open heaven over him. Um, how much more <laughs> right now in these circumstances where we're all together pressing in to God's presence is the heaven opened over us? 
Um, and so, yeah, just an encouragement and exhortation to step into that, to step into choosing to look at Jesus in this moment, to see his glory and the glory, yeah, of our Lord and Father. Um, yeah, just step into that. <laughs> so let's just respond to what Hannah said. I see some of the posture I was going to ask for around the room already. Open your hands and open your hearts, and let's just ask Hannah to pray for the open heaven to come as we put our eyes on Jesus. Um, hmm. Yeah, God, would your presence fall more strongly in this room as we look to see you as you truly are. Jesus, you are the Lord. You are our King. Um, we look to you for truth, to beauty. Um, we look to you to, to tell us how things truly are. Um, God, your kingdom is here in this moment in our lives and our paths. Um, yeah, God, show us more clearly who you are in our lives. Um, help us submit more gracefully to you in this moment um, and, and all the moments to come, God. Yeah, let us see you as our King, as our Savior, as our Lord, Father. Um, mm, yeah, God, more of your presence here, more of your presence.
Okay, so we have a theme emerging from the Lord this morning, and uh, Laura's going to share what he's what she's hearing him say as well. God is just so happy that we turn to him. Sometimes we're thinking, oh man, with everything I've done, I just don't even know if I can go back, but you know, I know he'll forgive me, but you know, but he's just like, yes, yes, I forgive you, but I'm so glad you turned to me. I'm so glad you're coming into my presence. It, he's just, he's thrilled, he's joyful. Thank you, Laura, that is a good word. Yeah, and it's so part of my testimony of my faith. Some of you have heard it before. I won't share it all now, but really understanding that, that God's happy for you to come to him, to behold his glory, no matter the circumstance, no matter what argument you had on the way to church with a spouse or a kid or a parent or roommate or whatever the situation, come to him and behold his glory. His presence and his power are here in the room. I'm, I continue to just feel wave after wave of it. I want to ask Kathy to read the scripture that, that uh, the Lord was showing her as well. Yeah, in 2 Corinthians 3, it says in 17 and 18, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, is freedom, right? And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory which comes from the Lord, who is spirit. You know, before um, in the Old Testament, there was a tabernacle and there was a veil between God and man. And that veil was torn when Jesus died so that we have access to the Lord. We have access to his presence. And not only do we have access to him, but he gives us his spirit. His spirit dwells in us so that we can be transformed. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And when we were beholding his glory, it's reflecting off of us, right? So Father, today we just receive you in every area of our lives. And Father, we repent for any area that we've held back from you. And we just want to receive you in every area so that we can behold your glory and then shine it out. Amen. Amen. As we go back to song now, let's respond. You know, where you're at, you can behold his glory, be transformed, any barrier in the way, find a way to remove it. But also, if you have not, you know, sensed his presence or caught a glimpse of his glory this morning just look around the room when we go back into worship and notice somebody who is feeling it and go stand by them you know or come kneel by the altar go near katie as she's doing art join the kids by the cross wherever the action's at if you're not feeling it yet go check it out I'm, come stand by me i'll put my arm around you and we can worship together that's what we're here for, to help bring each other along. Carrie talked about that in a message just a few weeks ago at the beginning of the month of July. So I encourage you, find the Lord where he's at. He's no more by my seat than any other place in this room. You can find him anywhere, but it's that encouragement from a brother or sister in the Lord that can help you get there. So find him, find him this morning.
I stand in awe. I stand in awe, completely captivated. You have my heart, nothing a vision while she was kneeling at the cross and would like to share it. Okay, Carrie says, we want to hear it. Um, I see a whole crowd of people kneeling before a big cross, and then I see God just hugging all of them, and then the verse comes to mind, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, for whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Amen. Amen. 
thank you so much. Let's just respond to that. Um, if you have been saved and we're talking about you're so beautiful, I want you to think about your testimony and just praise him for that. If you're not and you've never received his gift, we all have sinned. We all fall short of his glory. You have not sinned beyond where God can't restore you and heal you. I believe this vision that he showed her is for you, that he wants to scoop you up for you to know his love. He so loved you that he gave his son. I'm actually going to share my testimony because that verse ties in. I became a Christian as a young child. I grew up in the church, much like you. And I just remember being quite young and just genuinely all by myself saying, I, I want a relationship with you. I want you to live in my heart. I want to live in heaven with you for eternity. Just, you know, those little kid understanding things. And, but as I grew up, um, I always felt like I knew he so loved the world. And so it was a distant love to me. And when I was 20, he, he showed me his love for me is specific. He knows me. He is a father who is attentive, knows my needs, knows my, created me with my personality and all the intricacies about me. And it became this really, really personal thing. Somehow I missed that. I just like, oh, he's, he kind of has to love the world. He's God. Probably doesn't really... Can anyone relate to that? If you've grown up in the church, do you ever feel like, well, my testimony isn't that cool? Like I've got this friend who, you know, their arms were all cut up, you know, from trying to commit suicide and then God just healed it and all their scars are gone. Or, you know, somebody who's like in, and I love those testimonies and God does that, but I would feel like, well, what's my testimony? And it's, he loves me. He loves you. Yes, he so loves the world. You're part of that, but it's so individual. So if you have not said yes back to him, if you have not said, I love you back, do it this morning. This is a great opportunity. His arms are there, right, to scoop us up in love. So yeah, just um, we're talking about how great he is, and I just feel like there may be other testimonies whether it's your salvation testimony or things that he's been doing in you more recently, come on up and we can share those. Let's switch the song to Jesus, We Love You.
for dancing and leading the way and freedom and dance. Okay, so um, we'll do Jill. Hey, and then Delena, just line up right here. If you have a testimony, maybe it's from the revival weekend, something that God did in you, or maybe it's since then, and, and you want to just share, um, we'll just take several testimonies. Hi. Um, I won't make this through without crying for sure. But um, I am exactly like Marilee. I've grown up in the church my entire life, and I'm a, just a Christian. That's who I am. And um, I've never thought really that I had a testimony until I went through Wellspring with Brandy, and she was like, um, you have a tiny testimony right here. <laughs> and you guys have heard me talk about Catherine enough, so I'm going to move on from that. But um, literally just last week, I was talking to Kathy Spalding about how I don't have a testimony really other than, you know, my love for my kid that uh, God gave me. And then like over this last week, it's been just a week since I talked to her and I'm like just thinking about all the different things God has done for me in my adulthood from just giving me parents that I can talk to every time I need to, um, putting Kathy in my life the exact moment that I needed her the most and giving me a husband when I was not following God at all. He came from a Christian home, <laughs> brought up in a Christian home, and he wasn't being the best Christian either, and God just smushed us together, and we're about to celebrate 20 years, and <laughs> I just am putting me in this church for the last 20 years. I mean, I didn't want to come to church, you know, and here I am, and here all of you are and I love you all so much yeah amen let's thank the Lord 
Yes. Yeah, I love that. So the, the testimony for the person who's always been a Christian their whole life is just continually getting to know God more. The more he reveals his beauty, the more he reveals and we encounter who he really is and it just blows us away time and time again. Our testimony is developed and it'll just keep developing our whole lives. All right, Delena, what do you have to share? I'm coming from the perspective of keep developing. Um, sometimes uh, this morning when I woke up, I asked God what he wanted me to say. And um, sometimes, oh, I don't like eating mics. <laughs> anyway, what, what he said was, it's like a, a bird. When a bird is harmed, it's on the ground and it has to thrive without being killed. And quite often we get in places where we're in unforgiveness and we don't walk the way we should. And then there's things from our childhood that come up. I've been in healing and restoration with Kathy. And the thing of that is, is God pulls out the garbage and we're able to walk through forgiveness and forgiveness sets us free. So like that bird with the broken wing or whatever, it's healed and then we can fly again. Through that place, God has given me peace that I've never ever understood. I've never ever had and I'm walking in such a place of peace. I'm wondering where is all the noise going on in me? And, and I'm so thankful I don't have that anymore. The scripture that came to me is, I leave you my peace, not as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled or afraid. We're not supposed to be troubled. We're not supposed to be afraid. And then the scripture that he gave me, I've got to open my phone while we were sitting here. Um, it's God, it's who he is. He says, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Keep steadfast love, oh, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquities of the father and the children and the children's children. But when we ask for forgiveness, he's there and he's merciful. So it's always up to us to let it go. Yeah, thank you. Yes, we can clap. <clears throat> yeah, just open your hands we rejoice with her, but also let it affect your spirit. What did she just release in that? The, the invitation to forgive if you've held on to any unforgiveness. The invitation to be forgiven if you need to repent before the Lord. And the peace that comes when we do that. The healing that comes when we do that. So let what was released in those testimonies impact your spirit as well. Justin. 
She gave a call for uh, testimonies from the revival, so here I am. I like to sit on them to see how they play out for the next few weeks. It works, and it, it works. <laughs> I'm going to keep it short. Leading up to the revival, I was feeling very discouraged and very frustrated and feel like disenfranchised, um, like powerless, um, lonely, just facing a lot of things that internally I couldn't just get over. Um, I needed help. Um, how do I distill all this? Driving home from the first service in the revival weekend, God <laughs> said to me, Hey, Justin, don't come whining to me to, about your problems. <laughs> it was very kind and very encouraging. He said, don't whine about your problems because you are able to solve them. You are empowered to deal with these. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and it was just strange. It was one of those edifying things where he was like, man up, dude. You got this. I said, okay, I got this. Over the course of the weekend, I got three prophetic words. That's from Joshua chapter 1 saying, be strong and courageous, mighty man of God. I said, okay, I won't whine anymore. <laughs> so over the last two weeks, guess what? I stopped whining. And man, it has been a game changer. I have had unprecedented victory over things in my life in the last two weeks because I stopped whining. <laughs> and I've just taken ownership of things and I've said, God, I am the problem solver and I will let you know what I need. <laughs> um, today I need to repent, God. Today I need more courage. Today I need some wisdom, Lord, you know, whatever it is. So I've just postured myself as the active agent in my life. And man, that has been a game changer. Praise the Lord. We thank you for the work you're doing in our brother, Justin. We thank you so much, God. We just um, allow that testimony of you, Jesus, of what you have done in his life to affect our body. That if there's something we're frustrated about, something that we're stuck in, God, that you will speak to that and you have the answers and you've equipped us. And in Justin's situation, that is how you applied and the way you spoke to him personally. But you equipped him. You said, you've got it. You've got what it takes. Man up. If that's the word for somebody in this room, Holy Spirit, that you would knock on their heart's door and that they would receive that for them as well. But God works differently in different people. For some, it may be um, comfort. For some, it may be, hey, go to this person and receive help. He's going to um, give different direction on different situations. But we just honor the way you spoke to Justin. And we thank you for that. And, and we agree. And we're so grateful for the work you're doing in his life and in our body. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Woo! So I just want to be faithful to something I, the Lord put on my heart for this morning. Um, and then we'll keep getting testimony. So um, over, over by the cross, there's a table with pens and sticky notes. And what I, I just felt like the Lord wanted us to start writing his promises and his truths on the sticky notes and put them on the wall. And so the people who have come up and shared already, Put into words the testimony or the word that you shared or scripture that you read, the promises that you've heard from the Lord. And, and those who haven't come up here and shared this morning, I want you to do that too. And let's just start filling the wall with God's truth and what he's saying, what he's doing today, what he's stirring in our hearts, okay? So like Justin, you could write up there, you know, 
I, I receive breakthrough when I stop whining or I'm strong and courageous and a problem solver. You know, sum it up and put it in there. And, you know, Jill, you, you could say, I have a testimony or whatever comes to mind and put it up there. And even better, put it on the wall and then share it with somebody, you know? Somebody, you, God will just put someone on your heart and move around the room and, and share it with them. Pray it for them too. Maybe after these guys share, we can go back into song and do that at that point. Because we all, we all want to listen. We're excited about what's coming up. I'll put, I'll put them up and I'll go over there to show you what to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll go over there, Marily. Don't worry about it. I'll help you out. All right. We're going to, I just wanted to say that so that you're thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, because all of his promises are yes and amen. And we're going to write them on some sticky notes and, and do the idea that God gave Bill. All right. Tell us, Caleb, what did God do in you? So... Leading up to the revival weekend, I, yeah, oh, all the way up, okay. Um, leading up to the revival weekend, I was also feeling just burnt out. I felt like I was in a, in a dead space. Everything that I thought I was hearing from God, or I didn't think it was from God, I, th I thought it was my own self, my own subconscious telling me like, Caleb, you gotta go through and you gotta like just be there for this. You gotta try and just get into, get into God's praise in those times. So Saturday night, I was on the worship team and it was amazing. And then I got off the stage and then I felt burnt out. And then Sunday morning, it was the same thing. I got up on stage, we played and it felt amazing. I could feel God's presence. And then I felt burnt out again. And um, so, sorry, um, Sunday night, uh, I wasn't on the team and I was just out in the, out over there somewhere sitting down and I was just, wondering why I was feeling the way that I was feeling for days and days and days. And so, was it um, Dave? Was the was his name correct? No, not Josh, the other guy. Uh, Dan? Don. Don, thank you. Um, so when he came up here to pray, we a lot of us came up across the front, and we were kneeling and falling and praying, and I was down there on my knees, and I was just like hearing something in my head say, Caleb, go up to the altar and just rid yourself of all this stuff. And I didn't listen. I sat down and I just, I just sat there and I was like, no, that's just, that's my own thoughts telling me that, that's that. And right before everything was over, I went over and talked to Josh and he came up and we went up to the altar. He's like, hey, I think it's a good idea to kneel up on the altar right now. I was like, you're probably right. And then, um, and so for the, for the last like two years or three years or maybe five, I don't know how long, but I've been wanting to get baptized again. And Sunday night, um, when I was up there on the altar, he's like, yeah, Caleb, I think God is just saying to get rid of these things. Word for word, every single thing that I was thinking, he said out loud to me. And then at the very end of it, he's like, have you ever been baptized? And I was like, yeah, have you ever been wannabe? Or, have you ever wanted to be baptized again? And I'm like, yeah. So that same day, that same night, I went up and I got baptized again. And I haven't felt this presence and joy in a long time. And so I'm happy that I'm back. Yeah, thank you. Reach out your hands toward Caleb. Thank you, God, for just restoring his life, for restoring his heart, for, for um, just creating in him a new man. 
the old was buried with you in those baptismal waters and he was willing with the with the nudge of josh to come to the altar and rid himself of the things that were keeping him from you and repent and so i just thank you that he said yes <laughs> that he said yes to you and that you have filled him with joy what else has he filled you with uh, <laughs> just overwhelming presence no matter where i'm at no matter how much pain i'm in during the day i'm always reminded that god is just right next to me at all times and wow. the pain doesn't matter it's God, God is the one thing that matters, and that's the main thing I got to keep my right foot forward. God is above me. He's in front of me. He is following me and leading me everywhere that I go. So. Amen. So thank you for that truth. Thank you for the um, very real way you are affecting his everyday life from the encounter that happened at the altar here with you. We praise you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Praise you, Lord. Aaron, would you like to share? <laughs> He's being brave. Yeah, I haven't been in front of talk in front of people since I was forced to in college and high school. Oh. <laughs> so, so this is your first like voluntarily like. Justin's words already like affecting people in the room. All right. Well, we are going to be a very gracious audience and, um, and, and support you in this. So we can't wait to hear what you have to say. Well, about five weeks ago, some personal stuff happened to me, and I didn't realize. Like, I've always believed in God and everything. I've been here a few times, but I've had hate, bitterness, judgment, all of it in me, and I, I was blinded by the enemy. I had no idea. I, I was in my backyard, and something happened, and I broke down. I was on my knees. And he took it all away. Like, in my whole life, everything has changed. And he started telling me things, and I thought I was crazy. And my child came up, and he spoke right through my child and told me, you're not crazy. That is what I'm telling you. Keep listening. Keep listening. And everything has changed. I don't see anything like I was. I, I was angry, bitter. It's in my Everything is different now. Everything. And if you have anger, hate, stress anything give it to him he died for us he laid the cross down on it it's gone it's done it's done Woo! thank you lord thank you for the work you're doing in aaron this is amazing yeah so i feel like um if we could just gather around aaron or if you're okay with i just feel like praying into that more for you but others who can relate to this so if you want to pray for Aaron or if you can relate to this and you need what he received, come and join this prayer circle over here, kind of by where, um, yeah, by where David is. And just pray for him. And Aaron, you can pray for others too who are dealing with the same resentment and anger. But that is a beautiful thing. That is what happens when he transforms us. We serve a su supernatural living God who wants to encounter us in supernatural ways that change our lives, that mark us. It may be healing for some. It may be breakthrough, deliverance, whatever it looks like. But that is what we want, and that is what he wants, to encounter a supernatural living God. In Jesus' name, let's, let's worship while this is happening. And we can continue to get more testimonies, too.
Let's stand if we can.
has a prophetic word to share with us. Okay, so I've been wait I've got I've had this this word since the beginning of service, but I've kind of like, okay God, when do you want it released? When do you want it released? And it's time for this to be released. And so when we started, I saw a picture, you know, Marilee was talking about the river and the little swirls on, off to the sides. Those are called eddies, and you can kind of get stuck in an eddy. And so I just, I saw a picture of the river, and um, people, you know, you get in the river, you, you get out and you get into this, I'm a Christian. We've heard that a couple times from testimonies, I'm a Christian. Well, if, you, if you're just stuck with that, you're stuck in an eddy, and you're just kind of sitting there, and you're going round and round. Or if you're finding yourself saying, man, I'm just stuck in this vicious cycle. Well, that's what eddies do. They just kind of circle and cycle around and around and you just get stuck. So even though you're, you're a professing Christian, or even if you're not a professing Christian, if you feel like you're stuck, if you just feel like, well, I don't, like Jill said, I don't have a testimony. Yeah, no, that's, that's, you're stuck. And so, and these testimonies, these are a prime example of what happens when you step out of the eddy. When the Father comes along and plucks you out of the eddy and you get dumped into the river, this is what happens, guys. So if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you don't have a testimony, if, you know, you feel like there's this vicious cycle that keeps going on in your life, it's time to get out of the eddy. You're in the river, you're aware, you know, but you're stuck, okay? It's time to get out of the eddy. It's time to get out of the vicious cycle. It's time to step into the river. If you don't know how, guess what? He's going to come along and pluck you out. Even if it means your child is going to start speaking the Holy Spirit words to you. The Father's not going to leave you. All you have to do is cry out, reach out, step out. You know, that's all it takes to get out of that eddy, to get out of that cycle, to get out of being stuck and not just be a Christian because that's not what we're called to do, church. We're not called to just be Christians. Yeah, there's so much more beyond that. That's the most important initial first step, but we don't stop there. Um, and so the way I feel led to respond to this is if that's you, if, as she's talking about the eddies and you're like, uh-huh, that's me. I want you to just be brave and be bold. Hey, this is your family. Just it's okay. Come forward. And Caitlin, you can pray for people. Maybe a couple other people from the prayer team um, could come up and just receive prayer. If that prophetic word was for you and you can tell that was for you, just come on up and get, get prayer while, while we continue the service. So Caitlin, if you want to get lined up and come on up, if that's you, it's for you. God's going to have something special for you this morning. So Kathy has a prayer. Yeah, so just to respond to that, and we talked about this earlier, that um, there's a prayer that, you know, the Lord is a promise keeper. Did you know that? The Lord keeps his promises. 
and and the Bible is full of promises. I have a I have a 30 days of promises in the scriptures, you know, that that is so good. He promises to um, I love this. Isaiah 40, those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, new strength, not old strength, new strength. They will soar like eagles, run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. We can trust him. His spirit will help us. So this prayer is, dear Lord, thank you for being a promise keeper. Thank you for keeping your promises. When life seems to be going in a downward spiral, or I might be stuck in an eddy, you help me to always remember the promises you've made. Bring to remembrance the promises that you have for us in the Bible, and that you never break your promises. I love you and I praise you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, let's pray that together. We'll give them a line and we'll repeat after you. Okay. So, dear Lord, dear Lord, thank you for being a promise keeper. When life seems to be going in a downward spiral, help me to always remember the promises you've made and that you never break your promise to me. I love you. I praise you. Amen. Amen. Okay, as we go into another song here, um, continue to receive prayer. If that word was for you, being stuck in the eddy, and you want to get out into the current of the river, also write your promises on the sticky notes there um, if you haven't yet during this song. rest on us. We didn't practice this, so it'll be grace. It'll be okay. Um, yeah, graphics. This is rest on us. It wasn't in our set, so you might have to pull it, but it is in the bank of songs. Can I get an, can I get an F? Um, the tempo, it doesn't say, Joe. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit come move over us. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit come move over us. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. As the Spirit was moving over the Spirit, come move over us. Come rest on us. 
this, but to get out of an eddy, like if you're stuck in the water and it's churning and you can't get out, you have to make yourself really small. You have to get yourself in a ball like this, and the current will actually shoot you out. So they teach you this when you're whitewater rafting. If you fall out of the boat and you get stuck in a current and you can't swim yourself out because it's just churning you, you get small. You get small and you ball up, and it just launches you out. So I guess it just occurred to me, like if you're stuck or if you need to get out, make yourself small. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up, right? That's what the Bible says. Humble thyself before the Lord, and he will lift you up. So as we sing this, as we're inviting the Holy Spirit to come, I like this song because it just raises a level of expectation for the Holy Spirit moving in the room, and we've had a really nice flow this morning. It's been really good, like the current. It's just been really, like, unifying, and it's made, it's just been such a good flow. So let's just finish strong and not, like, peter out, but let's just go out with a bang, you know? Like, whoa! <laughs> if you want to prophetically, like, do that, like, feel free. No one will judge you. I just did it, right? <laughs> In fire and wind, come and do it again. Open up the gates, let heaven When you feel the 
Amen, amen. What an amazing River Sunday. With the Holy Spirit, we love you, God. You're so personal. And we love to just host your presence as a church. So thank you for this morning. In closing, um, Carol wants to share something that she often prays over the church and wants to release that. Amen. It's the words of an old song, and it's, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory, the glory of the Lord has risen. The glory of the Lord has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Yeah, so we just receive that. We've encountered your glory this morning. So I just pray over each one that we would go in that vein with go and take the glory and really arise and shine and go in the glory and share it with others throughout our whole week. Thank you so much, Father, for what you did this morning, for how you led the service. We love your flow, and we want to just be faithful followers of where you're going, what you're saying, what you're doing, and being willing participants to offer our contribution to the whole because that's how you designed it and how you design things is always best. We love you, Jesus, and we worship you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.